Hey, Kaden. Yes, mommy. It's time for the She's About Business show. Yes. <laughs> you know, God knew who he was creating when he created me. And the same is true for you. And I think once we get to the point where we refuse to do anything but be ourselves, like, where do you want to live? Where do you want to work? Do you even want to work or do you want to have your own business? We must persevere. Now, faith to me is the most vital part of our strengthening process. We must believe in the process. We must believe in our ability to complete the process. And we must believe in the one who orchestrates the process. I hate to break it to you, but we're all called to help and inspire someone. If you have children, guess what? They're watching you. If you have family members or friends, guess what? They're watching you. <laughs> and they are either going to be inspired to fail or succeed. Hey there, this is Diathea Garns, the Impact Coach, and you are listening to the She's About Business show where we are impacting lives and inspiring change. Let's get started with the show. Hey there, this is Diathea Garns and welcome to 2019. One of the things that I really like to do more of this year is read more life-changing books. I'm a firm believer that all it takes is reading or hearing one thing that seeps down into your soul, you know, maybe just a, a new phrase or a new take on an old idea, and it could just totally change your life. That is why I love books so much. If you'd like to read more good books this year, too, you can head over to she'saboutbusiness.com and you can get one of my great books, <laughs> or you can head over to audibletrial.com forward slash she's about business and you can get a book that you can listen to. Audible is one of my great sponsors and they're offering my listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash she's about business and take a look at their great selection of audiobooks. Just pick the book of your choice and download it for free. It's that simple. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash she's about business. Now, this is episode nine of the She's About Business show, a.k.a. The Sab Show. And it's basically the first official show of 2019, even though I did do a special episode earlier this week. So you can check that episode out. And that was a prophetic word for the year of 2019 that I was led to do. But this is still the official first episode of the show. So welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Did you guys like the new intro? Did you like that? I wanted to get us off to a great start. So I decided to change things up a little bit and really just set the stage for all the great things that will be happening this year. Shout out to my little guy for all his hard work with helping mommy with the new intro. <laughs> Of course, as always, I like to give honor to God for all that he is doing in our lives. And with this show, I'm absolutely in awe of him each and every day. I like to also thank all of my fabulous sisters for tuning in and for supporting the show on the various platforms such as Facebook and Instagram, iTunes, Podomatic, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course, YouTube, which is really just taking off 
thanks again also to the fabulous fellas who are listening in as well and giving support to us ladies as we work on living our best lives so we can in turn help them in all the many ways that we have been destined to help them as helpmates and friends. All right. Now, in this week's fabulous news, the website is almost ready to go and I'm excited to see how it's going to turn out. So be mindful that that is coming. My goal is to build not only a hub for the podcast, but also for my listeners so that we can, you know, find deeper ways to connect with one another. Um, We are also a few steps closer to being able to ask Alexa to play the She's About Business show. So that hopefully also will be coming up by the next episode. Um, Hopefully both of those things will be up by the um, next episode. So thank you again for supporting the show as we look forward to all the many more exciting things that we'll have to celebrate as we continue to grow in 2019 and beyond. Also, as I mentioned last week, I've also started posting new videos in my series entitled Wake Up, The Truth Is, and that's on the She's About Business channel on YouTube, where I talk about areas where we need to wake up and see the truth in so that we can, you know, be set free in those areas. And as I continue to be inspired to do videos and different video series, you know, I will continue to be obedient in creating and posting those. So please check out the channel and be on the lookout for those. And don't forget to subscribe like and share and if you have a topic that you'd like to hear me discuss please shoot me a message on Facebook or you can email me you can go to she'saboutbusiness.com to find out how to connect with me via email okay our topic for today is why being equally yoked is so crucial for all of our relationships this year Now, what does it mean to be equally yoked and why is it so important for all of our relationships? Second Corinthians 614 says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness? Now, this scripture has been used to help people gauge whether or not they are in a love relationship that they believe can help them, you know, be their most effective selves, as well as helping the other person become their most effective. But how many of you know that being equally yoked is not just for a love relationship? This is one of the most vital relationships to which we should apply the principle, but it's not the only one. How many of you guys know that? Like we should be equally yoked with everyone that we're in relationship with. Okay, and that includes friendships, spiritual and business relationships, because those can be just as detrimental to us and can absolutely keep us from staying on task in our lives. So they're just as important. Let's look at the concept of the text. So imagine that you have two oxen who are tied together with a apparatus that is meant to, you know, cause them to move in unison, both carrying an equal amount of whatever weight is placed on them, whatever the distance they must go or whatever the weight is, they must carry. The yoke is intended to allow them to do so equally. The yoke itself is a wooden beam that connects them with every step, much like the connection that we make in the spirit when we connect with other people. Many people don't want to accept the fact that when you choose to enter into a close relationship with someone, you actually tie yourself to them. I believe that a part of our problem with being yoked to the wrong people is that we don't even identify the fact that we are tied to them or we are yoked to them. 
in our human desire to be connected, we often, you know, very carelessly choose who we connect to. We focus more on what we are attracted to about the person in the natural, so much so that we ignore the things about their spirit that can be so damaging to us. Or maybe, you know, we're still in a place where we simply want to ignore the fact that the things that happen and exist in the spirit affect us so much, you know, just as much as the things in the natural, actually, sometimes even more. And this is why it's so important to choose our close relationships carefully. So what exactly constitutes a close relationship? Well, here's some ways you can know in a close relationship. There's often a strong emotional bond. If you have someone who's capable of making you feel or have a strong emotional reaction, you know, they're able to make you go from one to 10 in like seconds. (laughs) Guess what? You are in some way emotionally bonded to that person. Okay, if you and the other person know a lot about each other and you feel a sense of connection when you're with them in a particular setting or at a particular time, this is a close relationship. If you feel a high level of dependence on them for anything, then you are in close relationship with them. And regardless of what the world will tell us about the benefits of being able to be so sexually free, trust and believe me. There's no way you can enter into a sexual relationship with someone, even if it's just for one time, without becoming tied to them in the spirit. And so in being sexually free, you actually end up giving up your freedom because you tie yourself to someone, you know, and you're tied to them, even if you don't recognize it. And even if you don't see the effects of it, the effects are there and they're not always good. They can be positive or negative, depending on the situation and the person. And of course, in the proper type of relationship, in a positive relationship, being yoked with someone is an amazing thing, you know, and this is true in all types of relationships. I've been in situations at work, you know, and at jobs where I've depended on one person so much to get me through the, through the day. You know, we talk all day, we email all day, we take lunches and breaks together. And, you know, before you know it, you're tied to this person and you don't even realize it. You don't even realize how important they've become to you, you know. Um, and, you know, if it's not a good a good pairing then it can be very detrimental to your life at work and even outside of work, too, depending on how how far you take that relationship. So what does it look like to actually be in a relationship where you're equally yoked? Well, for one thing, you guys share the same identity. You both share the same values and virtues and you have the same worldview and you have the same spiritual foundation. It doesn't mean that you're that you have to be exactly alike. But when problems come up, which they always will, because you have the same values and foundational principles governing your beliefs and your behaviors, you're more likely to agree on the way to resolve things. You know, or you'll be more willing to compromise because you understand that the person shares the same identity as you. And so you're willing to trust their point of view, even when you don't agree with it. You know, and so you you know that you can trust them because ultimately, even when you don't agree, you think the same and you have the same identity. 
If you work for a boss who doesn't share the same values with you as far as how to communicate and they feel that they can just, you know, talk to folks any kind of way and you protest this, you know, because you understand that there's a better way to treat people, you know, and you, you know, you, you have something to say about this and you encourage them to, to change the way that they treat people. Chances are if they have a different identity than you, they're not going to take that too kindly. You know, they're going to actually take offense to your protest <laughs> and things are probably not going to work out too well with that. Hey, I've been there and done that and <laughs> got the T-shirt. <laughs> and I had to realize that even in a work relationship, especially in a very close setting, like an office setting, being equally yoked is very important, guys. It just is. Either you're going to be equally yoked or you're going to have to just cut yourself off to be able to exist in that environment. And if and some people are really good at that. I've never been good at that. I always kind of, you know, go into a situation, giving my all and, and I try to connect with people. And so if you're not equally yoked, that can be a big problem, even at work. Again, if you're the kind of person who can just go in there and disconnect yourself and you don't connect with anyone, then you may be able to exist in that type of environment. But chances are, you know, you may have to make some adjustments if things are not working out because you're not equally yoked. Also, when you're equally yoked, you want the same things out of life. You know, you value the same way of existing. If you're a person who values family and marriage and, you know, building quality relationships with your children and your spouse, someone who doesn't want a family or doesn't want to be married or who, you know, believes in just being around the house, but not really connecting with their spouse or kids, they're probably not equally yoked with you and it's probably not going to work out too well. If you prefer, you know, spending time with your husband and kids and your best friend wants to drag you to the bar or the club every other weekend, it doesn't matter how long you've been friends. You're probably no longer equally yoked. And lastly, when you're equally yoked, you have the same goal for the relationship. This is a big one. You have the same goal, even if it's a friendship, you both agree on its purpose. You know, is your friendship based on cultural values, entertainment, networking, mutual support, whatever the purpose. As a team, you are able to complete unified goals and one person doesn't feel burdened with the task of carrying the weight of making things work. Does that make sense? If you're involved in any type of relationship and you're constantly, you know, having to alter the purpose of it to try to make it work. And every time you adjust, the other person adjusts in the opposite way. <laughs> so things still don't work out, you know, and you're constantly trying to redefine the relationship so that it'll fit. And once you think you got it and it's fitting, then they change something up. Well, maybe they just don't want it to work. And, you know, you try talking it out and you've said everything that you know to say and you've done everything that you can think of. You've done everything that you can do to try to make it work. Maybe just maybe you guys don't have the same goals. And this relationship is now beginning to cost you too much and you just can't afford to pay it. It's too expensive. Picture this. So you have two oxen who are tied together. OK. One oxen believes that it's an ox 
Okay. And one believes it's a horse. I hope a horse is a good choice. We'll see. (laughs) So right off the bat, they don't share the same identity, right? One wants to move forward and accomplish the task that they've been given, you know, the task that they've, they've actually been yoked together to do. And one wants to go over to the next pasture and gallop with the horses. <laughs> they don't want the same thing. One wants to plow the field. One wants to break free, hop the fence and go be a horse. And he doesn't care that he's not a horse. That's his identity. That's what he wants. And that's his goal. Now, the other ox is encouraging the delusional ox, trying to get him to pull forward and reminding him that he's an ox and he's an amazing ox. (laughs) And that if he, you know, if they work together to complete their goal, it'll be amazing and rewarding for both of them. But he doesn't care. He keeps pulling in the other direction and is not willing you know, to be a part of the team because he wants to be a horse, right? And as the ox who knows that it's an ox, if you allow yourself to be pulled along in the other direction, you'll end up caught up on the wrong path and being dragged along. If you continue to pull the other ox and you try to force it to go forward and listen to reason and you keep trying to encourage it, Eventually, what's going to happen is they're going to start to resent you and everything good in you that they initially wanted to connect with. Right. Everything that they thought was beautiful about you is now going to start to get on their nerves. They're going to resent it because you're trying to encourage them and you're trying to help them to move forward because you see that they're an ox and they could be an amazing ox. But guess what? They want to be a horse and you don't have the same goals. You don't share the same identity and you don't want the same thing. Right. And it is what it is. It is what it is. And being resented in a relationship is the worst feeling. So even if it feels good for the moment and even if there is some benefit of it and even if you love them, love is not enough. All of that is great, but it's not enough. One person or both people will end up drained, unfocused, feeling unfulfilled and distracted. I mean, is it really worth it? Oh, I know it's hard. Oh, my gosh. Do I know it's hard? But is it really worth it? Just think about that for a minute. It's so important, guys. I mean, you know, the thing about it is when we get into relationships Of course, we do it with our hearts and we're not often thinking about what God sees because he sees the big picture. You know, he sees that they don't have the same identity as you and he sees that they don't want what you want. And he knows they don't have the same goals as you. He knows what he created you for. And if you are someone who is in tune with that and you want what God wants for you, You have to accept that maybe the other person doesn't. Maybe they haven't gotten there yet. Right. Maybe they haven't done the work that you've done where they are able to or have tapped into their purpose. Maybe you see it and they just haven't seen it yet. So you're trying to tell them, but we all have to see things for ourselves. 
And and what I'm talking about, I've seen this, like I said, in every relationship. I've had friends that I love so much who, you know, I would be on on this path to accomplishing great things and they would call me and they would be in a bad mood or, you know, just the, the whole conversation would be so negative that I would hang up the phone feeling like I had just gotten out of the, out of a boxing ring with Mike Tyson, you know, and feeling so beat up, so put down because they felt bad. They ended up making me feel bad. Right. And I don't think they did it on purpose, but they did it all the time. This is not just a one, you know, a one time occurrence. I'm talking about someone who is just overall toxic. You know, they're not equally yoked with you. You guys are not headed in the same direction. You don't see things the same way. You really don't even have anything in common, but you try to make things that you have in common because you like their personality or you like their strengths. You think they're smart. You like their business sense. You like the way they dress, right? You like the things that they do. So you try to form a connection with people that you're not meant to connect with. And it doesn't mean that these people are bad people because most of them are not. I've met some that are, (laughs) but most of them are not. But what it does mean is that they may not be the best people to help you get to where God has destined you to be. And guess what? You may not be the best person for them as well. And we have to accept that. I've seen it in work situations. You know, where you are trying to connect with a coworker or a boss and you're doing things that, you know, you don't want to do just to have something in common with the person. And they just swear that they are a horse and they're trying to get you to go and jump the fence and go and gallop. But, you know, your destiny and you know your purpose and you know that if you stay focused on that path, you will get to where you're supposed to be going, because at the end of the day, It's nothing wrong with being an ox because they get the job done, but they understand that when they are working with a partner in any way, they have to be equally yoked. And if they are not equally yoked, then they go at it alone because ox, you know, they often are yoked just with themselves. Right. (laughs) And that kind of takes away the whole problem of being equal. They work alone. Until they can find the right people or in this case, the right ox, (laughs) oxen, I guess, (laughs) to be yoked with. You don't just go out and yoke yourself with anybody because you don't want to be alone, because you don't want to work alone. I don't know how many times I've cried out to God and said, I just can't do this by myself. You know, whether it be parenting or, you know, with finances, starting a business and doing everything that I do, being like, a hundred different people, I all the time feel like I can't do it alone. But you know what? If I can't find people that I'm equally yoked with, then I'm going to be setting myself back. Trust me, I've tried. And a lot of people will pretend to be equally yoked with you to get you snared and get you caught up in a relationship because once you get in it, it's going to be hard to get out of it. And they realize that. So they will lie and pretend to be something that they're not just to get you caught up. That is why we have to be mindful 
of the importance of being equally yoked. We have to pay attention to when we are becoming close with someone, when we are entering into a close relationship, right? Based on the things that I just, you know, talked about. And then you have to look at that and you have to ask yourself, do we share the same identity? Do we want the same things out of life? And do we have the same goals? And if the answer to all of those questions is no, then maybe just maybe you don't have to be mean to the person, but maybe they shouldn't be in your close group of friends or, you know, in a close, you should not be in a close relationship with them. Maybe just maybe, you know, you keep them at a distance and it is possible for people to grow and change and become, you know, more equally yoked together, but you shouldn't wait and until you're in a relationship to do that, right? It's so important in this year, because like I said in my earlier message this year, 2019 is going to be a powerful year. This is going to be an amazing year. And it's almost like I feel in the spirit, like either you're going to win or you're going to lose this year. You know, either you're going to be on fire or you're just going to be all the way out. You know, (laughs) either you're going to make tremendous gains or you're going to just make tremendous losses. And a big part of that, you know, is the people that you associate yourself with, the people that you trust, the people that you're close to. And it's not a bad thing to want to be with people that can help you be your best self. A lot of people hate to talk about being equally yoked because they feel like people are judging But that's not true. You've worked hard to gain your identity. You've worked hard to to realize where you want to go in life and what you want to accomplish in life and what you want out of life. And you've worked hard to set your goals. So why are you going to entertain someone and give them an audience when they can mess up your identity? They can get you confused about what you want out of life and they can you know, get you thinking that your goals are not good enough and get you to reshape your goals. Why would you do that when you've worked so hard to get to where you are? In 2019, let's be mindful of our relationships because they mean so much. So we're going to take the initiative to just make sure that we're equally yoked with people before we enter into close relationships with them. It just makes sense, right? And if you are someone who feels like you're already in an unequally yoked relationship and you don't know how to get out, maybe you've tried to get out. But guess what? It's never too late to make a new and a better decision. And I know if you're like me, you probably try and try and try again with that job, with that friend, with that love relationship until it just takes everything from you. Sometimes it's like we have to get to the bottom of the barrel. We have to just get beat down before we'll make a decision to stop. But guys, I don't want that for you. I don't want that for myself anymore. You know, it's just too expensive. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough energy to pay the cost to be involved in relationships when we're not on the same page with the other person, when we're not headed in the same direction we were not equally valued can't keep giving you know so much value to people who don't value you that's the worst feeling if it hurts it hurts so much to do that but you can make a decision to change and it's never too late 
It's your life. You have control over how you spend your time, who you spend your time with. And you also have control over the things that you're going to concern yourself with. Only you know the best way to get out of the situation and only you can determine when you will get out of the situation. But I want to encourage you today and let you know that you can do it. I'm rooting for you as you are rooting for me as well. We are in this together. Okay, so we have reached the end of the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, you can visit she'saboutbusiness.com. The website will be finished in about a week or so um, and check out some amazing new services I'm going to have going on, as well as all the podcast episodes. I'm going to also have the podcast notes there. So I just really, again, want to create a hub where all of my listeners and myself can just connect on a deeper level, get to know each other better and continue to support and encourage each other. I love you guys, okay? And until we meet again, don't forget to be about the business of living your best life. I am as well. We are on this journey together. Love you guys. See you next time. The She's About Business show is directed and hosted by Diethea Garns, digital editing by Will Rice at Pro Voice Gas Studios, and copyright by She's About Business Inc. Thanks so much for listening to the She's About Business show. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Also, if you think I'm doing a great job or you enjoy an episode, leave a review, rating, or comment. I love to hear from you. And don't forget to visit she'saboutbusiness.com for amazing blog articles, events, and services. Love you guys. Let's be about business.